Now we ask that your word would come and cleanse our thoughts, our attitudes, our motivations, so that we'll be enriched as we go through the filter of God's holy word and we'll become pure, both in thought, mind, and action. We ask this in Yeshua's name. Amen. Continuation of the book of Yaakov, which is the book of James. A letter from Yaakov to the 12 tribes in the Diaspora. And so we're going to continue here in chapter 1 of the book of Yaakov. From Yaakov, a slave of God and of the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, to the 12 tribes in the Diaspora, Shalom. Regard it as all joy, my brothers, when you face various kinds of temptations. For you know that the testing of your trust produces perseverance. But let perseverance do its complete work so that you may be complete and whole and lacking in nothing. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives to all of us generously without reproach and will be given unto him. But let him ask in trust, that is, in faith, doubting nothing. For the doubter is like a wave in the sea, being tossed and driven by the wind. Indeed, that person should not think that he will receive anything from the Lord. Because he is double-minded and he is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother in humble circumstances boast about his high position. But let the rich brother boast about his being humbled. Since like a flower he will pass away. For just as the sun rises with the sharav and dries up the plant, that is, the, fall, the flower falls off and its beauty is destroyed, so too the rich person, going about his business, will wither away. How blessed is the man who, perceives, who perseveres through temptation. For after he has passed the test, he will receive as a crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. And so this portion of scripture, it speaks to us how we're to act and to know that the testing and the trials of our trust and faith in Messiah is to be commonplace. Yeshua even demonstrated this and some people get a little bit nervous when I go to this and share this with you. But it is in the scripture. When Yeshua was on the Mount of Olives, before he was about to lay down his life, he inquired of the Father, he said this, is there another way? Have you ever asked the Lord something when you were facing a test in your life? And the Lord did not take that test away, but you had to endure it. Now think of it from this perspective. Yeshua is both man and an all-knowing God. He knew how the Father would even answer that prayer request 
if there be another way. But he has demonstrated his humanity to us. As Yeshua suffered more than what we'll ever experience in our lives. He became victorious. And so shall we. If we walk in the provision of the Lord. And so with this, there are prayers when the Father doesn't answer. And if we're being honest, there are some prayers that we've prayed in our lives that the Lord has not answered. He's allowed us to endure. And it goes on in that one portion of scripture there where Yeshua turned and said, let your will be done. I trust you, Father. And so you and I are on this journey on this earth. And there are times when we're being tested and buffeted all about. And what provision are we walking in? Know this, that the Father will not allow any testing to come drawn near to you in any shape or form that he's not already giving you provision to walk through so that our character can be changed as we put our trust in our Heavenly Father. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so now we're going to focus now beginning on the fifth verse here. But I'm going to go back for the first four really, really quickly. Just this comment. For us to be able to mature in our faith means to be fully, completely developed as a believer. See, the Lord doesn't want us to remain drinking milk all the days of our lives, right? Can you imagine that as an adult? That's all you eat would be milk. You'd be wanting meat, you want vegetables, you want fruits, you want a variety, right? And so a true uh, demonstration of being mature is that we're willing to face these trials and temptations as the Lord allows so that he can cause us to grow and develop, to become spiritual mature. That's the only reason why the Father allows testings and trials in our lives. And these are the same trials and temptations to a certain point because Yeshua more than what we'll ever face. He overcame, and so shall we. For as not the scriptures say, he that dwells within us is far greater than he, our adversary who dwells in the world. Absolutely. And so we come to complete development. Maturity refers to being whole. Without trials and tests, Messianic believers, both Jews and Gentiles, cannot develop to right spiritual maturity or wholeness Unless we endure, endure and trust. That's how we become trans, transformed in the image and likeness of Messiah. So now let's focus now on verse number five. Now, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask God, which gives all generously without reproach, and it will be given to him. That's a promise. Have you ever been in a situation? You don't know what to do next? But you got to make a choice. Have you learned to lean on the Spirit? Kind of pause and step back for a second and ask the Spirit of the living God, what should I do? What answer should I say? Fill my mouth with your words. That's a highly ex exalted position for us to be in. And so those with wisdom know what to do in the midst of a confusing circumstances. 
and a clarity that we receive that only God can give. Turn with me now to Yaakov, chapter 3, James chapter 3, and we'll read verse number 17. And here we are. But the wisdom from above is first all pure, and then peaceful. It is a peaceful kind, open to reason, and full of mercy, and good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. That's what the scriptures say. Now let's go quickly to Jeremiah. Jeremiah. And we're looking at, in Jeremiah, it's good to exercise the mind, right? And to exercise the body. So here we are in Jeremiah chapter 12 and 29. And this gives the adverse example of people who know the one true and living God, but let's see what they're doing. We're in Jeremiah 29 and verse 12. I may have said it backwards. I apologize. When you call to me and pray to me, I will listen to you. But I had another verse in my mind. That's why it kind of went awry there, and I apologize. Now let us turn to Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Matthew 7, 7. Keep asking. It will be given to you. Keep seeking, and you will find it. Keep knocking, and the door will be open to you. And so with this, we see that God gives generously, meaning he's stretching out. Here's an example or illustration. A picture of a banquet table arrayed with all the delicious morsels, not of food, but of wisdom that God has made available to Messianic believers. That is how generous Abba, Father God, is toward all his children. And so now let us make a comparison here. We're back in Yaakovi here again. And we're going to look at chapter 3 and verses 10 and 12. As we compare scripture upon scripture. That causes us to be able to, to test and stretch our minds on God's word. Bless the Lord. And so here we are in Yaakov chapter 3 verses 10 and 12. And this is the comparison here. How we should be going through the process of sanctification. And so this question is being asked and being presented to the Jewish people in the diaspora who know Messiah intimately. Out of the same mouth comes blessings and cursings. Brothers, this isn't right for things to be this way. A spring does not send both fresh, both fresh and bitter water from the same opening, does it? Can a fig tree yield olives, my brothers, or a grapevine figs? Neither does salt water produce fresh. So he's giving a comparison here. Now let's continue in chapter uh, 4, verse 1 of Yaakov James. What is causing all these quarrels and fights among you? Isn't your desires battling inside you? And so he's calling them out. He's approving them and disapproving their, their, contact, their 
conduct and the way that they speak to one another, the way they treat one another. And then going on to uh, Yaakov chapter 5 and uh, verse number 6. You have condemned, you have murdered the innocent, and they have not withstood you. And down to verse number 8. See, he's not pulling any punches here. You too, be patient and keep up your courage, for the Lord's return is near. Now let us compare Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20. Matthew chapter 7, verses 15 through 20. But if you don't forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will not forgive yours. Excuse me, I read the wrong portion there. No, that was correct. Excuse me. But if you do not forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will not forgive yours. Now when you fast, don't go around looking miserable like hypocrites do. They make their sour faces so that people will know that they're fasting. Yes, I tell you, they have their reward already. And so here we're giving comparisons. But when you fast, wash your face and groom yourself so that no one will know that you're fasting except your father who is in secret. Your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves wealth here on earth where moths and rust destroy and burglars break in and steal. Instead, store up for yourselves wealth in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys or burglars do break in or steal. And a continued comparison is Romans chapter 7, verse 23. And Rav Shul was comparing what's battling the war that's going on in within himself. But in my various parts, I see a different Torah, one that battles with the Torah of my mind and makes me a prisoner of sins of Torah, which is the operating in my various parts. See, he's being very, very transparent here. See, our carnal nature wars against our new transformed godly nature. When will that battle end? The day that you and I receive our glorified body when Messiah returns for us. So continuing here. First Peter, first Kepha, chapter number two and verse 11. We're getting a workout today, Rabbi. Absolutely. Did, did we not make these uh, uh, New Year's resolutions? <laughs> we're, we're first Kepha, first Peter. Chapter 2, verse 11. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens and temporary residents. Did you hear that? Our permanent address is not here on earth, but it's with the Father, His Son, and the Ruach. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens and temporary residents, do not give into the desires of what? Our old nature which keep warring against you. Isn't that a beautiful word? Absolutely. So now going back to verse number six of chapter one, Yaakov. 
But let him ask in trust and faith, doubting nothing. For a doubter is like a wave in the sea, being tossed and driven by wind. So as we go a little bit deeper here, the double-minded person is spiritually conflicted and therefore unstable in all his ways. The true test of faith produces people who are what? They're stable. Have you ever met other believers you just can't count on them? And that's a mark in their life that they haven't gone and they're not maturing. Because if you can't count on them, guess who else can't count on them? Their Heavenly Father. Because they have not allowed that sanctification process to continue. So rejoice, as the scripture says, when any fiery trial or test comes upon you because the Lord is allowing it to come. Otherwise, it wouldn't even come near you. Rejoice, knowing that this vehicle is the Lord, ordained by the Lord for us to be transformed. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so a double-minded person is spiritually conflicted and therefore unstable in all his ways. The true test of faith produces people who are stable, looking only to God, not your government. Although it appears that these governments, the world, they do want to become your God. That's a reality that we're going into, are we not? Did not through the holy prophets and the Tanakh and the apostles of the Brit Hadashah, the New Testament, did they not say that these latter days would be as such? Absolutely. So it's been like a building crescendo from the time that Yeshua died and rose from the dead up to these latter days. You are informed if you meditate on the scripture. And that's why God's word is more important today than any other time in your lifetime. And so looking only towards God for wisdom they need, knowing that he will respond. And how do we know this? Let's turn right next door to Yaakov chapter 4. And we'll end on this today. Chapter 4, verse Number seven through ten. The accomplishing of the goal of all things is close at hand. Therefore, keep alert and self-controlled. Are you listening? Are we applying that? So you can pray. More than anything, keep loving each other actively. Because love covers many sins. Welcome one another into your homes without grumbling. As each one has received some spiritual gift, he should use it to serve others. Like good managers of godly, many-sided grace. If someone speaks, let him speak God's words. If someone serves, let him do so out of the strength that God supplies so that everything God may be glorified through Yeshua the Messiah. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen.